official Jets podcast is presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. Eric Allen here at One Jets Drive in the Audi Performance Studio, joined by Quincy Anunwa. Q, you've been out to a number of sessions so far out here early in training camp. What have your thoughts been? Because you saw the non-padded practices, and now we took that next necessary step, the Jets in pads here early this second week. Yeah, I mean, the obvious thing is the intensity went up. You know, I'm grateful that today wasn't a day they had a lot of fights because you can expect that. You know, I think guys kind of got it out. Uh, what was it? Maybe Thursday, Saturday I was here. There was a couple fights going on. Guys, the tempers were flaring. You know, I like how Coach Sala runs this, his ship, right? Like, I think guys are really focused. Um, you know, once they hear a correction, they know, like, okay, I need to do it the right way this next time. And, you know, you saw the guys were really competing, and it was a lot of big, big plays today. Speaking of big plays, if you were to talk about a star early in camp, it's been 17. Hey, Garrett Wilson, we're going to talk about eight Aaron Rodgers here in a second, but his strain on every play, it's like he's only got one speed, and that's a thousand miles per hour. No, that's a good uh, that's a good observation because even in even in the warm ups, even in the uh, the kind of drills, individual drills that they do, that you can see the way he kind of does them. Everything is full speed. I mean, the guy picked up right where he left off. You know that Miami game, he had a hell of a game. You know, so to continue into training camp with that same speed, there's no rookie. Uh, uh, what's it called? Whatever they call no, it, over the uh, next year, they don't no, do as well. Yeah, he's not going to rest on his laurels after no. being offensive rookie of the year. In fact, know. he's going to take it to another level. Absolutely, and, and it's exciting because you know, especially myself as a receiver, I like watching a guy like that, and I think the guys around him are going to kind of rise to that level. You know, there's no way you can have a guy that young competing at that level and you not feel like you need to compete as well. Well, we talked about this a little bit on Training Camp Live, but what do you like most about Garrett's game? Because there's so many elements that pop. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I said on Training Camp Live that I like, you know, his his attention to detail. But I think you also brought up a good point of, like, his speed. Like, his speed is, is like no other. Like, he gets in and out of his breaks with that same speed. He runs, he'll stick, and he, a lot of guys will make a stick on a route, and then they'll slow down. He's still running with that same speed. And I, lo I know Aaron loves that because, you know, you're going to expect the same thing every time. I know where he's going to be at because he's going to keep that speed through the break into the area that I need him to be at. His size is kind of surprising because if he's wearing clothes, you'd almost say this guy's slender because mm -hmm. he doesn't have any body fat. But yeah. he can go up and get it. He's got that basketball ability. And then he's talked to reporters about in the offseason, oftentimes playing hoops. Do you mm. see that? kind of coming through that transition from the hardwood to the grass is the way he changes directions. Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, he's got good body control. You think about guys that go through the paint and, uh, you know, guys that are drivers that go through the paint, you know. There's a lot of body control. Some people are banging you up, and you got to still be able to go up to the hoop, and he has that, you know. Uh, he'll go up for the pass, and people will be draped on him. He's still going to make the catch, you know, whether it's uh, running an in-breaking route and he has somebody leaning on him, he's able to kind of keep that body control and get into the break. I mean, he's a talented guy. I said previously that I would not be surprised if he went for 1500 this year. I know you're not a guy who makes – crazy predictions or crazy statements but just watching him early and with the guy throwing him the football he's gonna have 
it, mean, an incredible year. Yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit, you know. Uh, you think about the skill that he has and the ability to have the amount of yards he had last year with multiple quarterbacks, you know, to come in this year with a Hall of Fame-level quarterback, I mean, is only there's no reason why if he continues with that same trajectory that he can't break records. I mean, who knows? I mean, I was here when Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker were here, and they had a hell of a year. And Fitz is a great quarterback, don't get me wrong, but he's not at the same level no. as Aaron Rodgers, right? So you're going to have a guy, a young guy, that's able to do a lot of great things with a quarterback that, you know, I mean, some of those passes today, you know, he didn't even, he didn't even have to move. You know, it, they just landed right in his lap. Well, let's talk about today. Yeah. We're taping on a Tuesday, mm. but we're going to give you color of what yes, happened at practice yes. today. What was more impressive to you? You were mm. watching a field level. Yeah. The one up the left sideline where he just dropped it in a bucket. Yeah. Rogers drops it in a bucket for Rogers. Or the vertical pass on the opposite side of the field where Garrett doesn't need much space. No. And, and and if he creates an inch, if he gets his hands on a ball, yeah. you always think he's going to come down with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I would say that left one was really nice because, I mean, he just kind of flicked it. And then, like, so with the one on the right sideline, it was a little bit of jousting going on, mm -hmm. a little bit of hand fighting. You know, with the other one, they were neck and neck, but there wasn't anything going on. He literally just dropped it, and the DB didn't even know that the ball had came in yet. So, I mean, that left one, that pass was, it was, it was nice. Like I, I honestly, like, as I think about both of them, I really liked that one on the left sideline. It was really nice. When you watch Rogers, are you jealous of the receivers Ooh. right now that they have the opportunity to go out there and play with a guy who's a future first ballot hall of famer, who's still at 39. Yeah. Is an outstanding player. And, a great thrower of the football. Oh, yeah. I, I'll be lying if I said I wasn't jealous. And I think this is not a slight or a knock to any of those guys that I was playing with back then. I think even they would want to play with an Aaron Rodgers, right? Because he's going to only elevate your game. You're only going to learn from a guy like that, right? So if I was to play with him, I mean, I can't, I can only imagine what type of receiver I could have become with him, right? And so, yeah, obviously, these guys have a blessing, you know, and I, and I hope that they take full advantage of not just his knowledge in the game, but also off the field as well like you know I think they can learn so much from this guy all right so what kind of details and intricacies do you think he's talking to them about because we use you use these terms as far as details and being on the spot and things right. like that you've been in the meeting rooms before you've been on the practice field what are some of the things that you're seeing Rogers essentially a player coach out there yeah. because this is a system he knows inside and out. Right. And if he wants to change things up, Nathaniel Hackett obviously is – they've worked together before. So that's no big deal for those two, but it's everybody else getting in line. Right, yeah. And you can kind of see the difference – um, you know, as Zach is continuing to learn the offense between him and Aaron, like when he goes out there, there's a confidence in the in the call that he's about to give, whether he's changing the play or not at the, at the, at the snap. And to be honest, I don't personally know, but he could be giving dummy calls, but it's the confidence in which he's giving those dummy calls, right, that you just know that uh, he has a good grasp of the offense because, you know, it's something that he helped create. 
But I would say the small things that the details that he gives, you know, sometimes it might just be something as simple as, okay, this running play, uh, this formation, or this this coverage or this defense that they have out here, I might need you as a receiver to come and block this guy here. Because I can say uh, it was a similar concept when we had Fitz and Chan Gailey. Fitz had a great understanding of that offense. Mm -hmm. And me as a move guy, uh, a lot of the times I would – there was so much going on for me as a young guy. I didn't wouldn't know who I was supposed to block. <laughs> so uh, Fitz would motion me over and he would look at my face. And if it looked like I didn't know, he would be like, hey, get this guy right here. And I'll just go in right there. So I know that just those simple things right there are helpful when you have a veteran quarterback. Speaking of move guys, in the early stages, when we go back to 17, I really like this system for Wilson because it seems like this is early going here. Yeah. And I know, haven't played a game, and we got a ways to go until then. But he's moving around all over that offensive formation. Yeah, I mean, we just talked about him on the left side, the right side. You know, sometimes he's in the slot. He's making great plays. You know, I think this is – in a West Coast offense, you're going to have those type of things. So it's great that he ha he's in a concept like that. And I think I remember him mentioning that it's, there's some similarities in their offense from last year. But, yeah, I mean, anytime you can get a guy that has – also, not just the physical ability that Garrett Wilson has, but also the the mental, you know, capacity that he has, right? Coming from an offense at Ohio State, you know, you can tell that uh, it doesn't take him a long time to grasp the offense. So you got a guy that you can put everywhere. He's not just physically able to, but he's also mental, mentally able to understand where he needs to be and why he's there. Can you talk about Rodgers' arm talent? Because mm. you're a guy who used to get paid catching the football, right. but just the different angles he uses. Mm -hmm his strength down the field yeah. and how quickly that ball can get there. He seemingly can do whatever he wants. Yeah. No. Uh, everything just looks easy. You know, he kind of just flicks it and it lands exactly in the spot that needs to be. 25 yards down the field, effortless, and it falls right into the bucket. And that's not an easy thing to do. I think people see guys like him do it and just assume that it's so easy. But, I mean, there's a very small margin of error right there for you to either put it outside, too far outside where your 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 guy is catching on the sideline, or you put it inside and the DB now has an opportunity to get it. And we saw that the other day where Sauce knocked it down. Right. But now today he had another opportunity with that same type of pass and he dropped it right in the bucket. So, you know, the guy is just, you know, not only is he so talented, but he's also able to learn from the past mistakes and, you know, in within a day and, you know, make those plays again. Uh, Sauce Gardner came up with the first interception at camp, <clears throat> which clearly somebody wasn't executing yeah. their route where they were supposed to be. Right. And you could see that in the field. And that's got to be expected mm -hmm. here in camp, and you're hoping those things take place more in the summer than they do in September and beyond. Right. I mean, this is the time for that. I mean, you know, we have a – we're in a such a great environment where we're allowed to watch practice, but people have to understand that it is practice. This is an opportunity for us to make those mistakes as players, right? So uh, it's hard – as anybody watching outside of this, you know, inside this facility to see those plays and be like, oh, man, this, 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 you know, you start making up narratives. But ultimately, one, this is the very beginning of training camp. And two, you know, this is practice. You know, these are your opportunities to do that. So once the season comes, you've already made those mistakes. Yeah, credit Sauce on the interception, mm -hmm. no doubt about that. And he's going to have a big year. Yeah. But with that being said, I don't put that interception on Rodgers because you know – 
somebody wasn't in yeah. the spot. You could see that. Right. There was it's all types of different things going on, you know, so you can never really. But I'm sure even Aaron is, will, will, is willing to take that, you know, as a leader and say, you know, maybe I could have done something different. You know, it, it's it's always it's, mistakes are going to happen. Q, how important is what he's going to do for the offense keeping everything on schedule because uh, some things the splash plays are going to be there he's right. Aaron Rodgers and right. we've seen that early in camp and that's going to happen during the year but can you talk about how important it is whether it's dumping the ball to the backs or maybe hitting the tight end on a hot read keeping everything on schedule so you're not in third and long right. so you're dictating because we've seen that early in camp as well where not a lot of those highlights are going out as far as those five-yard plays but those five-yard plays are important absolutely and i want to take it back to another basketball reference like uh, luka Doncic. they talk about the way the reason why he's so good is because he makes everybody else play at his speed mm. and i think that's the same thing with aaron Rodgers. is you have to play at Aaron Rodgers' speed because he might go for quick tempo or he might slow it down, you know, and I think that's that's one of the things that make him so great. And so, you know, the rest of the guys are obviously going to be able to stay on schedule because you have a guy that creates the schedule, you know, whereas a lot of times you're kind of just going with what the defense gives you. Aaron Rodgers is making the, give, the, the defense take what he gives them, you know. Is the quick tempo in camp something that they go over in the morning or – Essentially, that's just part of the system, um, and maybe you have a, a different call each day out there. That's How does good, that work? That's a good question. So when we were doing it, a lot of times we would have this stuff built in, like, okay, you know, we would have periods or meetings where we would talk about that kind of stuff. But with a guy like this that, you know, he basically specializes in it, I'm wondering how they kind of get that that going. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if every day there's a meeting about that kind of stuff. Like, this is what I want to get, this is what I want to work on today, you know, because you already have the scripted play, so it could be possible that, you know, Aaron is looking at what the next play is so that he can say, hey, this next one, we're going to do this play, quick tempo, hurry up. And it's great test and essentially quizzes for those guys exactly. out there because – Aaron's like, okay, that play's completed. Now we're going quick. Right. And exactly. you've seen him beat the defense or take advantage of the defense because they're thinking, well, these guys are just going to go back and huddle up and whatever. And he's numerous times here early in camp, yeah. he's went to the quick count. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's not just it's not only good for the offense, it's also good for the defense to keep them on yep. their toes, you know, because those guys are going to face quarterbacks that will also do the same thing to them. So if they can be prepared in those situations, the coaches are good, the, the defensive players are good, you know, it's only going to make the team better. All right, what do you make of the revamp wide receiver room? Mm. Because you got Garrett over here, he's yep. your headliner. That's tucked away. Yep. Alan Lazard comes over from Green Bay, 6'5", mm. 227 pounds. Randall Cobb signing an offseason. Yeah. He's on the PUP to start camp. McCole Hardman, yeah. awfully excited to be here. Used as a gadget guy, special teams guy in yeah. Kansas City. Um, he thinks he's going to have more opportunities. Um, he's got a diversified skill set. There's mm -hmm. no doubt about that. Corey Davis talked yeah. to the media. You were out there yesterday. Mm -hmm. Maybe some uncertainty there mm -hmm. for him in the offseason, but he is here. Uh, a young rookie. Jason Brownlee yeah, made him. I heard about him making made, some splashes. Yeah, had a nice spring. What do you make of the revamped wide receiver room around Wilson? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of talent. And uh, while you were talking about McCall Harmon, it, it brought me back. I like that he took the approach that he still wants to be able to do those gadgets because he knows he's so good at them. Yeah. You know, I think uh, – 
I think back to when I was playing and we had a new coordinator, all I thought about was not doing those things. But, you know, it would have been more wise. It would have been wiser to accept those things because that's what helped me become the player I was. So I like the approach he's taking. You know, he's not running away from that. He knows that that's what he's really good at. He also wants to add things and knows that if he has an opportunity, he can then showcase those skills that he has. But surrounding Garrett Wilson, I mean, you've got guys that can do all types of different things, right? Garrett Wilson is is a unicorn. You know, you're not going to find another guy like him in the room. But you've got other guys that are willing <clears throat> willing to put their head in the run game, willing to make the deep passes. I mean, Corey Davis was one of the leaders in 20-plus yard catches last year, right? So that's a guy that's a talented receiver himself. You know, so it's a lot of talent. Randall Cobb, you're talking about a guy that's known Aaron Rodgers for a long time, knows like those two will have obviously a, a connection that nobody else on this team will have. You know, him, Lazard as well. So, you know, you got some talented guys around him. Jets fans, we're in our final push and the clock is ticking. WinBet is giving you a golden opportunity to win VIP prizes for the 2023 season. The WinBet Green Room is the most exclusive space at the stadium with all-inclusive food and beverage, lower-level seats, and appearances by Jets legends and celebrities. New Jersey customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet Sportsbook or Casino. For New York customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet's Sportsbook. The best part? You get an entry for every $100 you wager. I think... Conklin yeah. could be in line for a big year. We, mm -hmm. we talked about him at training camp. He was getting targeted a lot last year and then the spring as well. And he put up good numbers mm -hmm. in year one. Mm -hmm. Now with Rodgers, his his athleticism yeah. and Rodgers' success with tight ends over the years, what do you think about his opportunity? Yeah, I'm a fan. I like I like Conklin. I like the I like his his wiggle. He's he's definitely more of a receiving tight end. Um, you know, I wish he would have had – I mean, he had a few opportunities last year, but, you know, there was it was an up-and-down year for him. You know, there were some, some, some games where he really splashed, some games where, you know, some things didn't happen well for – but I know having Aaron Rodgers is going to completely change everything for him, you know. So you got a guy that not only can catch the ball but can run routes, right, can really make – and linebackers, it's a tough, tough challenge for them, you know. So there's not going to be too many guys that can stick with him. Um, I'm excited to see what he does. How do you think the guys are responding to the cameras here? Uh, I, I'm here every day, obviously, and I think it's, it's just feels like, hey, that's part of the deal. These guys are here, and it's yeah. just so commonplace now. Yeah, I mean, I think they do a good job of blending in, you know. So it's almost hard. You know, I would say myself, unless I look at the back of their shirts, it's hard to tell who's, you know, not here unless you know, obviously, the people that work for the Jets. Right. But, um, you know, I, I talked to uh, Quinnen and he was talking about how, you know, he just wants to just be himself. Right. He just wants to go out there and play football. You know, he doesn't want to make too big of a of a of a deal about it. And I think that's important. And I, and I like that about him because he's not that guy that's going to be, you know, the headliner on on Hard Knocks, but they'll make it if they do make it. It's because he's just making plays, not because he's saying stuff. And, right? You know, he's a he's he's a, he's a he's a hell of a player. How good of a situation is it for the Jets with Quinn Williams? Mm -hmm. Because that extension taken care of before the summer starts. Yeah. As far as summer football, he's 25 years old, mm -hmm. four years into his promising career. Right. John Franklin Meyer said the other day, you know, went to the podium and said. This guy can be the best defensive tackle in football. Yeah. You know, and for years that was Aaron Donald and mm -hmm. Chris Jones right now. Here, talk about yeah, the different situations. Yeah. Chris Jones not reporting 
to training camp with the Chiefs, and they got some salary cap things that they got to work through. Yeah. Just don't have to worry about that yeah. right now. They got a promising piece. He's here. Yeah. He's happy. Yeah. I mean, good on the Jets for for making that happen, right? Because that can be a little bit of a cloud over your head. You know, guys are like, "Where's Quinn?" and all those different things. So, you know, I'm I'm happy for, for Quinn especially, right? Uh, he got exactly what he deserved, and this is a guy that you know is going to do good things for you, not only on the field but also off the field, right? Like he's just a good guy in the community. So, you know, I think the Jets made the right decision there, and uh, I'm excited for you know this year. I I know he's going to have you know even more motivation because you know he wants to prove the Jets right. What impresses you most about C.J. Mosley? Mm. You know, it, he signs here, gets the big deal, mm-hmm. has great three quarters against the Bills, goes down, he's out yeah. for the year. COVID, he's out. Yeah, and he comes back. The last two years, guys back to being a Pro Bowler, but just maybe his approach or yeah. just the way he goes about his business. He's so cerebral. And he's not a hey, look at me guy. Right. He's so consistent in the middle. He's the quarterback of that whole defense. Right. Yeah, I mean, what a hell of a player, right? To miss two years and to come in as strong, come back as strong as he has. I mean, that guy is a beast. I was talking to Baldy actually, and Baldy was saying he he talked to CJ and just talked about how, you know, uh one thing before I say that, one thing I remember about Luke Keekley when when he used to play was that he always knew route recognition. That's one thing mm. that you always knew about him is that he could drop back and know exactly where the route was behind him and get to that spot. And Baldy was saying that's the same thing with CJ is that um, you know he knows exactly where to go and it's not that he knows, the, it's not just that he knows the spot. He knows exactly where and how to get there in order to disrupt the, the pass play. So I mean he's a smart player. He's not just physically capable but he's also a smart guy, a guy that can go out there and make the plays that need to be made. The other thing about Mosley is he always comes to camp in fantastic shape. Yeah. I think he's lost weight. Yeah. So he's playing a long game here. Yeah. <laughs> as far as the 17 games and playing beyond that. Yeah. I've never seen him in this kind of shape. Yeah, no, he definitely looks like he's in really good shape. So it's going to be exciting to see how he kind of works with that. I mean, uh, it's obviously going to make him more mobile. Um, and I think he knows that he has to be able to move. And he's got some big guys uh, in front of him that he doesn't need to be as much of a thumper. Right. You know? So if this is what the direction that he feels he needs to go, I'm excited to see what what, what that leads to. Do you like the training camp schedule? The Jets report early mm. with the Browns, mm. with the Hall of Fame game next week, yeah. but the joint practices mm. from a player's perspective, is yeah. that something that you would embrace that, hey, after that Hall of Fame game against the Browns, you come back, get a day or two, and then you're in Carolina for essentially a week, Yeah, face the Panthers, a couple of days of practice, get a preseason game, and then – you back here about a day or two, and then your former head coach Todd Bowles yeah, and the Buccaneers will here. be here, and you get joint practices. Yeah. And then you then you have a game with them, and then it's the one more preseason game against the Giants. The preseason is already over. Do you like the way that sets up? Yeah. So I only had I only had an opportunity to do joint practices one year, but I like the concept of the competition, and I think when you take away that extra preseason game, having more joint practices. I think it kind of creates a little bit more um, incentive for guys to make more plays. You know, guys aren't going to get that fourth preseason game to make those plays. So if you're making them in practice uh, consistently against other players, you know, I think that looks good for especially those young guys that need those reps. What about system-wise? Mm-hmm. I mean, you played on the outside. You played, uh, obviously, uh, close to the line as well. Mm-hmm. But how much do you benefit that? playing teams that you're not going to see in a regular season, but they're going to, they're going to be throwing different things at you. Yeah, exactly. Different looks, right? Because you're going to see the same looks 
relatively, you know, uh, the same looks when you're playing, you know, your your own team. So as soon as you play these other teams, you know, they might be working through some things, but they're working through it in other ways, right? They might be a 3-4 versus a 4-3, whatever the case may be. They might yeah. like to play cover four instead of cover three. So you have all those different things where now you're seeing different things and you have to adjust. And that's, you know, I'm assuming they also, this offense is going to be in that same way where, you know, you have to adjust depending on the coverage. So now you've been running this play and it's been against this coverage. Now you have to say, okay, this is a new coverage. I might need to do something else against this play. How difficult is it going against the same guy for four consecutive practices? Yeah. If uh, Not every rep. You're not going to line up against a guy every rep. But right. just the same, similar cadence or tempo, I should say. It starts to wear on you, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you you know, uh, but it's also like a chess match, right? Because um, you only have so many plays to run. So uh, I think at times, like I'll say from the mind of a receiver, sometimes you might want to, it's a run play, but he doesn't know it's a run play. So I might work on a certain release so that later on I know, okay, this one might work, you know, or maybe this won't work. You know, keep wearing on the guy, keep thinking about, okay, how can I kind of make sure that I'm getting this rep one later on? Like it's all it's all mind games when you're out there, especially when it's not actually live. Like, okay, I have to figure out how can I beat this guy, you know, it's because I say personally, I was a guy that kind of made my bread from – the ball in my hands. So, you right. know, when it becomes a, uh, I have to run routes, okay, this is, I love having more opportunities because it gives me more chances to try to perfect the craft. You mentioned Wilson before. Do you think he ultimately could benefit a lot mm -hmm. from Rodgers? I know it sounds like, of course, he's going to benefit from him. You know, this guy's played 18 years, he's mm -hmm. seen everything, he's accomplished everything, but just, he, it feels a little bit different the way he's operating so far. Yeah, I mean, I think he knows. He knows. He definitely knows that uh, this is a one-time, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I mean, you saw the way Sauce kind of uh, embraced Aaron Rodgers coming here. I mean, he gave him a whole chain, right? <laughs> so I think everybody on the team, everybody in the building knows this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You're not going to get this this uh, situation too many times. So uh, you know. Guys are guys are loving it, and you can kind of tell that you know people are excited for this year. Is Salah the perfect coach for mm -hmm. what's happening right now? Rogers coming in, the young team, a lot of pieces. Yeah. Team hasn't been in the playoffs. Organization hasn't been in the playoffs since 2010. Yeah. But the expectations externally are, hey, you guys better prove something this year. Yeah, I mean, I would say so. You know, you look at Coach Sala and just the way the ship has been ran, you're not really hearing too much out of this, you know. Like, they, he runs a tight ship. Everything seems like guys know exactly what they're supposed to do. And, you know, he, but he doesn't carry himself in a way where it seems like it's like a dictatorship, right? He still seems like he's open to hearing what guys want to say and do. And so, it, you know, from everything I'm seeing and understanding, it feels like he's the right guy for this job. Do you see the sense of swagger from this team mm. where it's not, oh, well, you guys are ridiculous for having Super Bowl aspirations, but you get a sense that they know yeah. this is a talented roster. Yeah. They know they can do something special. But with all that being said, they know none of that matters down the line yeah. unless they get in the work right now. Yeah, no, definitely. I think uh, this is this is a year where, you know, Super Bowl aspirations coming out of the Jets facility, 
uh, or taking it serious, right? Like I know in the past, I might have made a comment once <laughs> or twice, and you know, people looked at us like we were silly. I think this year, people are like, no, this is an opportunity. They really have a chance, and you know, I think people in the building know it as well. So, uh, you know, the swagger is 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 earned. You know, uh, last year the defense was top five, top ten in the league, right? The, the offense had so many opportunities. They were right there. So to have a guy like Aaron Rodgers that can really put you over the top, it makes sense why everybody would, would feel like this is the year. Q, enjoy it as always. We'll see you out there in the field. Thank you. Thank you. It's always fun.